0: Welcome, everyone. We are here at episode 32 of Empower Your Oils, and we are sharing with you today the oil
1: of vulnerability. Empower Your Oils, it's essentially magic, a podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist, hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Dutera essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use doTERRA essential oils, visit empoweryouroils.com. Hey,
0: everyone. Welcome. This is Gina. I'm um, thrilled to be here with you today. We are talking about the empowerment of Clary Calm Oil, which is a doTERRA uh, proprietary blend, which is also known as the Women's Monthly Blend. So as you can imagine, this is probably... Most known for when women are on their monthly moon cycle. That's what I call it. That would mean your um, menstrual cycle. And so, yeah, the, our, our session today is all about um, bringing in and talking about vulnerability and the feminine essence and your relationship with that. So super stoked to be here today. I am drinking Gigi's Calming Ginger because Clary Calm is not something that you can ingest. And so I took two of my favorite oils that calm me down, which is lavender and black pepper, and I combined them with this really fun ginger liqueur that I found at the liquor store and some soda water. So I'm having Gigi's Calming Ginger. Ginger! (laughs) What are you drinking, Janet?
2: Well, I just realized I didn't have a fun name for it yet, but it's a mandarin peach essentialini. And I was really excited because, um, I just have gotten my um, mother's day special oils and one of them was red mandarin. And so I wanted to try it out. And so my drink is vodka and some peach juice with some lime oil and some red mandarin oil. And it is super, super yummy. That's so cool. What did you, um, what do you love about the red mandarin oil? It's, it's really, it's, you know, it's still, like, citrusy and orangey, but it's very subtle and kind of has, like, a, I don't know, a, like, a deeper tone or something. It's not as bright as, like, wild orange or something. I don't know. It's really yummy. Cool. And and so, I was really excited to use it. So, I was exci- kind of excited that you couldn't drink Clary Calm, so I could think of new to make.
0: Nice. <laughs>
2: I like
0: it. I Like it so now. Do you think that this mandarin peach essentialini would calm you, or like what does um do you know what red mandarin does?
2: Um, red mandarin is for self trust. Ooh. oh, so I think it that's looks cool as it's self trust, and then you've got a little bit of lime with some zest for life, and so I
0: don't know, it's really kind of so clary calm kind of an interesting one, it only comes in a roll on. And um, I always say that Clary Calm, like if you identify with um, being a female or if you um, have female genitalia, everyone, no matter what your age needs uh, Clary Calm, that may or may not be true, but that is what I've kind of always felt. I love Clary Calm, I use it every single day. It's, um, it is imperative that I have it when I'm on my moon cycle which I love and adore. I love it when I'm bleeding. It's my most sensitive and beautiful time of the month. And it's the, it is a gift of the gods, I always say, which is not really quite the norm of how society normally looks when people are on their period or on their menstrual cycle. So um, I love to teach women how much I love it so much. But I love this oil. I use it every day. I put it on the inside of my ankles. There's a reflex point for your uterus. I actually sometimes put it on the outside also. Mostly I put it in my daily, my um, wake-up ritual or after the shower ritual as opposed to nighttime ritual. Either way, it lives right by my bedstand, and then it's always in my purse. So when I'm on my moon, I definitely put it on my lower abdomen probably about five times a day. Anytime I'm cramping or having any discomfort, that's the first thing I grab for. So that's my relationship with Clary Calm. I do know too, sometimes if I feel emotional, like, or if I'm getting on my crazy train or my itty-bitty shooting committee is just taking over and I tend to be a really emotional person anyway. So I cry a lot, which I love and I'm proud of, and I don't apologize for my tears. But if I'm feeling a little bit like, whoa, you're this, like, this is an epidemic or you're, you're, um, turned into a water witch and you're just like going to fill the whole house up with tears. I'll grab this to help kind of, um, bring me back into balance, emotional balance. So I love Clary Calm. I could probably talk for hours now. What do you use Clary Calm for?
2: Well, I have not had it in my possession for very long, maybe a month or so. So I've been experimenting with it. Um, I don't have my moon cycles anymore. I'm of that age and time. So, um, I'm kind of experimenting with it. I didn't, I've not had many hot flashes or any of that kind of stuff either to deal with, but I sometimes use it, like, for my deodorant, <laughs> just because it smells better than Melaleuca or something, which I also use. And sometimes I layer it all up with all that stuff. And um, so just to see what it does, I'm kind of still in the experimental phase with Clary Calm. That's cool. Now, do you ever have power surges anymore? Every once in a while. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of rare. I mean, since really, since I've started using essential oils, they've really calmed down in general.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like mine is just starting, so it's interesting. I notice, of course, when I eat more sugar or when I'm a little bit more out of balance with my eating stuff, I feel like they kind of are starting to come on. I think I'm just in the phase where they're starting to show their little faces. And I love to be warm, so right now I'm still in love with them. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, yay! I get to be
2: warm. They're fun. I mean, it's one of those things. It starts, like, right in your kind of solar plexus area and radiates out. So you'll know. And it's great. It's so cool. It's great in the winter, not so much in the summer.
0: I <laughs> know, oh, yeah, right? Well, I'm hoping mine just kind of stay balanced with as much as I use my oils. But we'll see how things go.
2: Well, I think it really balanced me out just in all the oils I've used in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just so everyone's pretty clear that we've been – um really educated that this oil, Claricom, is not only good for um, for women. The coolest thing was that it's it's really a natural thing that is good for men of age. So whether you're just starting to menstruate, whether you are in your 20s or 30s, or whether you are working through uh, menopause or where you're post-menopause, there's, this is just an oil that helps, basically just helps balance your hormones and bring you into balance. The one thing is, is that you do not want to use it when you are pregnant. Right? Am I right on that, Janet?
2: I have to say, I don't really know. I haven't paid much attention to that.
0: <laughs> um, I'm almost positive I'm that you're not, not supposed be to use this. Yeah, I know it's a fact because it has clary sage in it. That's one of the first things. And clary sage is definitely something you do not use because it, yeah, and it is also, again, something that you don't ingest so it helps with moods throughout the month it helps um emotionally it helps bring vulnerability empathy bonding warmth solace and emotional intimacy which we're going to talk about in just a second so oh you want to talk about men Men.
2: this was our quick fact of the day and it's just that men can use this oil too it's not just for women Um, men also have hormones in their body and they need a little bit of balancing too
0: yeah I even was thinking it really might help men um be prepared to support the woman in their life when she's going through her moon cycle so again, I feel like society has raised we've kind of raised our men to um, men and women to not be able to deal with their their periods, and so it's like some people call it the curse and there's just all these kind of negative connotations. And I know I remember my nieces were young and they were both wanting to have hysterectomies and they were young because they didn't want to bleed. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's my favorite time of the month. But um I don't feel like many, I don't know, there's oftentimes we've forgotten to educate our boys as we raise them, or even our husbands, if they weren't raised, to know how to just hold space for us in the time that is so precious. And if you are one who doesn't love this time of the month for you, I, I'm i going to invite you to reconsider. It is such a precious time. And even if it's painful, and even if it's um, inconvenient or uncomfortable, like in the old days, I don't know if you've ever read the the book, The Red Tent, but it's really designed for us to take solace and to rest and it's the time that we are most creative and we are most intuitive and we are most in tune with our body we're most in tune with spirit and it is such a just beautiful beautiful time and I feel like society makes us go and go and go and work and work and work and do and do and do and we just push through this time of the month and There's an invitation if you have an opportunity, if you can, like take a freaking day off and lay on the couch and see if your relationship with your body changes, if you can actually just rest a couple of days during this time for you. And um,
2: okay, I'm off my soapbox. Well, and also not, not be so judgmental of yourself because, you know, you get emotional and you have these like kind of wild mood swings of like oh my god I'm so sad oh my god I'm so happy oh my god and it's just to kind of be able to be non-judgmental about that too because it's just your body kind of swinging the wild ways to get to the balance I don't know I think we just get really judgmental about ourselves during that time too and oh my gosh I might have bloated oh my gosh how horrible you know and it's just like everything about it is is a little. It makes you vulnerable. Yeah, which I
0: love. There is a space of really just owning how you feel and um, feeling it to the core. Like to me, that's such a beautiful lesson of if we would just allow ourselves to feel and move through it and not get stuck in it um, and be vulnerable instead of shutting down the tears or the waterworks or I call it holy water, um, shutting down the anger or the rage or shutting down the fear or shutting down the disappointment and just like kind of shoving it into a closet inside and locking the door as opposed to just expressing it um, or feeling it and then expressing it. I think so many times we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable because we have been judged not only by ourselves but by others and that's kind of the whole thing about today is ritual. And it is all about
2: being vulnerable with yourself. So we're doing my favorite thing, mirror work.
0: (laughs) Mirror work. So Louise Hay says doing mirror work is one of the most loving gifts you can give to yourself. And so today we're going to ask you guys to really be vulnerable and be courageous. And it's all about really being, having the, like,
2: will you tell them the infinity loop? (laughs) This is kind of just something that came to me as we were talking all about this, but it's like, you have to have this, you have to have courage to help you be, vul- be vulnerable, but you need vulnerability to be courageous and strong. So it's kind of like, I see it as an infinity loop. You know, you can't have one without the other. So, you know, everybody thinks, you know, everybody believes that vulnerability is weakness But um, as Brené Brown says, most people believe vulnerability is weakness, but really vulnerability is courage. And we must ask ourselves, are we willing to show up and be seen?
0: And so that's what we're asking you to do is to show up and be seen. And Janet said that everyone, she used the word everyone thinks that vulnerability is uh, a weakness. And I I don't know if I... I not everyone, it's right. most people. <laughs> Everyone's a really big word. But what I, what I like to invite people to do is to be confidently vulnerable, knowing that if you know going in that you may get hurt or if you know going in you may get judged, it's being really confident in your vulnerability. So knowing that that's going to happen or might happen, but still doing it anyway, that's like true that's true
2: work to me. So anyway. And knowing, you know, it won't completely destroy you. You can have results and, and be, come out of it and be okay. And that's the courageous part, right? Like I think the courageous part is going into it, knowing this may or
0: may not happen and then still doing it though. And then coming out the other side, I think it's just so great. So anyway, Clary Calm, we want you to put it on your belly button or around your belly button, which is your original connection point. So think about this. If you think about it in a spiritual level, it is the point that you were connected to your mother when you were in her womb. And when you left her womb and that umbilical cord was cut, to me, I've always imagined that that umbilical cord was then actually connected to the divine mother. So this month is all about the divine feminine essence and what is your connection to the divine, uh, the divine mother, which could be whatever that is for you. It could be Gaia. It could be mother earth. It could be mother nature. It could be, it could be God truthfully. So I believe that your belly button is still connected to the womb of the divine mother And um, you don't have to believe that for sure. But anyway, we're gonna ask you to put this oil around your belly button, which we believe is the original connection point. And then you can rub it in. And since you'll have some on your hands, go ahead and rub your hands together, activate the oil, cup it in front of your nose and take two or three really nice, beautiful, long, deep breaths. And then we're asking you to look into a mirror and really just see yourself. So this is a point of, of connecting with yourself And just start to ask yourself, and you can do this out loud, or you can just do this in your head, or you can just know that maybe you're hearing mine or Janet's voice in your head. Are you willing to show? And in that, the next layer might be, what am I so hungry for that I'd be willing to be seen? So go ahead, Janet, say more about that.
2: Well, I think that, um, you know, you kind of have to have something that drives you to be willing to be seen and be courageous and be able to be vulnerable. I mean, if, you know, for me or, and maybe a lot of people at the base of it is I'm willing to, I'm really hungry to be loved. And so if I want to be loved, I have to be seen because if I'm invisible, who's going to love me, they're not going to be able to see me. And it's kind of like being willing to, and also being willing to be seen in all your quirks and weirdnesses and quote unquote normal to everyone else in the culture or whatever. So, you know, you really have to have, you know, and it maybe it's acceptance or maybe it's success or whatever that means to you. So it's, what are you really willing to, what are you really wanting to be, get out of it or what do you want? what are you really hungry for? That's all I can think of to say is, what are you so hungry for that you're willing to step into that vulnerability and be uncomfortable?
0: I love that. And there's so many people, like I've done this work for quite a few years and there's truthfully, a lot of people who don't like mirrors. There, I have met some women who have not looked in mirrors for years, let alone looked into the eyes of another person. And so this really is, Potentially taking you to a space of vulnerability to step outside your comfort zone to do something you don't want to do maybe, and to really look into your eyes. And again, um, Louise Hay always says doing mirror work is one of the most loving gifts that you can give yourself. She actually has a whole a book on it called Mirror Work. She has a twenty one day program. It's a beautiful process if you can start to. It's a it's it's a really powerful way to start to learn your to look to learn to love yourself and to experience the world as a safe and loving place. Like if you are willing to see yourself, then that's going to allow other people to start to see you. So anyway, it's kind of a deep thing and it and we're asking you to be vulnerable and to use this oil of vulnerability. And that's what this is all about. That's what our podcast is about. It's is to
2: really getting to know who you are and to up-level the And being someone who has spent a lot of years not wanting to see myself, I, and it takes lots of practice. I mean, it's lots of practice, but I, my one tip for you if you really don't want to look at yourself in the mirror is to try to only look at your eyes. Then you don't see like, oh my gosh, my double chin is bothering me. Oh my gosh, I've got this zit here. Or, oh my gosh, there's a wrinkle there. Try to look only into your eyes, which are the windows to your soul. So, in one way, some ways it's easier in some ways it's harder, mm-hmm. but it also kind of takes away all that body judgment. I love that. I also think you
0: can um bring more playfulness. I think sometimes we just get too freaking serious, and so you can just be like, "Hey, you're beautiful," or hiya," or you know even if you want to be silly, like, "Hey, gorgeous," and you are being silly and facetious in the beginning, the more that you do that um it's really just like practice. You know, the first time you rode a bike, it was uncomfortable. And the more you did it, the easier it got. And if you, you know, train for bikes, you have to actually train for it. you get out there and you ride miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And you tune up your bike and you put in the work and you do the work. And this is just a different kind of work. And so if you yeah. can grab yourself a mirror and do it every single day and say, hi, beautiful, you are exquisite. I love you. Thank you for all you do in the world. Like, I don't care what you say, if you'd just be willing to connect with yourself in the mirror every day, I think it would be such a beautiful testament to you stepping out there and being um, more of a loving person in the world. And I think that would be great.
2: Me too. You know, and yeah. maybe just make it like I've got to do this for one second today. <laughs> yeah. So we're for 2 seconds.
0: Yeah, we're asking you to just kind of be still and listen and look in your eyes and and to do it for 7 days but truthfully, 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 truthfully if you could find a moment every single day to look in the mirror. I mean, and even in the rearview mirror. Like just be, you know, like hey gorgeous, hey beautiful. You're doing a great job or keep going or ooh, it's time for a deep breath. Let's take a deep breath together um it just it will change your life immensely so we hope that you will allow yourself to be vulnerable and remember the infinity loop that it takes courage to be vulnerable and then it takes um vulnerability to be courageous and strong so just remember if you if you need to pull on your internal courage you have it within you to be vulnerable and then when you're vulnerable know that it is actually making you more courageous And we thank you for being with us. We'd love to know your experiences. Post them on Facebook. Um, Leave us feedback on iTunes or on our empoweryouroils.com website. We also have an Instagram page
2: now. Yay! The Pinterest page.
0: (laughs) So we're trying to get out there. Don't keep us a secret, please. Uh, Be mindful of when you drink with your oils, you know, all that good stuff. So be vulnerable. Love yourself. And we'll see you next week as we dive more into the divine um, or the feminine essence. See you
1: next week. Please visit empoweryouroils.com for information on purchasing doTERRA essential oils, to receive fun free downloads, and even a variety of not so free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our Smell Mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list.
3: Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog. Or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.